This is Navigating Now, the podcast to help find answers to the big questions we have about life. Welcome to the final episode of the series. Together we've navigated so many big topics, we've asked the important questions and we've listened to some great advice too. Today is all about reflecting, so we're doing things a little different. I'll be checking in with more of the hosts featured across the series to find out how they got on trying out their bits of advice. Julia, Annika and James from our very first episode will be back to listen to each other's audio diaries for the first time and discuss the impact of the advice shared. And we'll be reflecting on this podcast process as a whole. Did we get some answers to our big questions about life? But before we get into any of that, I want to check in one last time with Oni, who I've been catching up with at different points during the series. Hey Oni, how are you? I've been good. How about you? Same. Discussing the advice across the series has been quite entertaining. You know, we really get to hear other people's opinions and advice and then build on that to, you know, what we're going to do in our own lives. Yeah, and it was like really a big eye-opener because I learned a lot and I just have more stuff to implement into my life and like more advice to go off of you know yeah it's just been a huge learning experience so do you think you'll try and implement any advice from the series in the future yeah 100 percent. like I feel like I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing limiting my time on social media limiting my time on my phone interacting more with my friends and family because keeping strong connections is like really important it, it literally helps your mental health as well so yeah like doing all these things just keep on doing them interacting with friends and family is something that I'm gonna go big on so Mm -hmm. this summer holidays I'm just gonna make sure I spend as much time with friends and family yeah and just have a good time yeah like while social media can be like really addicting it's like important to know when to like switch off and have these like real life interactions with people so it's like knowing when to like give yourself some time and space from social media and like be peaceful but also you don't have to be involved in everything that's going on Thanks for sharing this part of the journey with me, Oni. I think it's safe to say that trying out the advice has made us realise that we can do things differently and make changes in our lives if we want to. So let's hear now from some of the hosts across the series to see how they got on. Here's Hannah from the episode How to Do What You Love in our careers and wider lives. The advice Hannah picked out from the discussion was to allocate time for her hobbies whilst balancing her university studies. Hi! I tried out reading my book for half an hour. I think I did it for at least four days, five days. It's been, I'm nearly finished the book I'm reading. It's been sitting on my shelf for a while. So I think this is really, it's a good thing. It went well. I think finding the balance is key. Like there's no harm in, you know, allocating half an hour winding down time because at the end of the day, it's good to kind of find that balance in your life. From the episode about the environment, Gracie tried out Ed's advice to buy less clothes, avoid fast fashion, and use her items for longer. And as someone who has a passion for fashion, this was trickier than she thought. I found testing out this advice trickier than I thought, but it made me feel very good about myself. I will definitely continue to use this piece of advice as it is so important to not be spending loads and loads of money on clothing not only from a financial point of view but environmentally so I would recommend going charity shopping as much as you could you're reusing that one piece of clothing and showing that clothing a lot of love 
And let's hear from Katrina from the episode on social media. Hiya, my name is Katrina and within the episode of social media, I gave myself the advice of prioritising face-to-face interactions. It allowed me to be more grateful of the people had around me. I could just appreciate the small little things, just like going for a walk or having a quick coffee catch-up. What I've learned from doing this is personally as a year two uni student, it allows me to stay connected without feeling left out. Although social media is an obvious way to stay connected, actually going out and making physical memories is far better than just chatting on socials. Thanks for those reflections, Hannah, Gracie and Katrina. As me and Oni found, trying out advice really can have an impact, as long as you're willing to push yourself to try it. We'll be checking back in with some more of our hosts a bit later on. But now I'm going to hand you over to Juliet, Annika and James from our very first episode on identity. They're going to be listening to each other's audio diaries for the first time, discussing the impact of the advice shared in their episode and reflecting on this podcast as a whole. Hi, my name's Juliet. My pronouns are she, her. I'm 23 years old and I'm from Germany. My name's Annika. My pronouns are she, her. I'm 14 and I'm from Bristol. I'm James. I'm 17. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm from Kent. So, Julia and James, how have you been since that first roundtable discussion? Oh my gosh, I think a lot has changed, but I'm really happy to be talking to all of you again. Oh my gosh, same here. It's been, it, it does feel both as if it's been a million years and also just like a week. So it's one of those odd sort of uh, time fluxes. But no, it seems like a lot has happened and a lot of people have been doing amazing things on the project. So I'm excited to be back. <laughs> How about you, Annika? Yeah, same here. And I feel like I've got to know you both so well, both like within this time period. It has been a while. So Julia, Annika and James, please remind us what advice stuck out to you the most from our very first episode on identity? Well, I think the advice that resonated with me most uh, was, I think something that Hannah said, the Paralympian champion who uh, advised us. Hi, I'm Hannah Cockcroft, seven-time Paralympic champion. You're not going to be able to do it alone. I couldn't become Paralympic champion alone, so build your team. A team that you can trust, build a team that works for you, and build a team that will support you. My goal was to try and build a team and see my life as a quest uh, that I can incrementally make progress along um, so I could add that to my mindset. I think for me, the advice that resonated with me the most was about meeting new people as well as dealing with relationships. Hi, uh, my name's Dylan. If you wanted to be your true self, whether that would be, you know, following your interests in the style of clothing that you wear or the style of music that you listen to, I think that's a good measure of whether you're actually enjoying the person that you are. There is just so many people that you'll come across that will have the same interests that you genuinely have. And being a true self, you will keep evolving as a person. I think as long as you do things with the best intention, especially with things like how you approach other people and try to understand other people, I think that's the best approach. I think one of the reasons why a specific piece of advice stuck with me was because I resonated with it quite a lot. It was making compliments based on your personality rather than your appearance. Hi, I'm Hannah Cockcroft. We need to start handing out compliments that are deeper than the skin. You know, why do we tell someone, oh, you look beautiful today, but we don't comment on, oh, you're so kind or you're so clever. Let's choose things that actually matter, that actually make a difference in this world. That was the piece of advice that I also tried out and I thought 
in my regular life, I don't really think about giving compliments and it should really be a natural kind of habit to give compliments to people. So I really wanted to try that out and also see the effect that it would have on people. I found that quite interesting. Time to dive into the Roundtable's audio diaries, which they recorded soon after the discussion about identity. This is the first time that these audio diaries are being heard by the other hosts. So a big thank you to all three of them for being so open and up for sharing. So let's press play. Annika, want to go up first? So I'm recording this two weeks after recording the first episode of the podcast. And I've actually really enjoyed trying my piece of advice out these past couple of weeks. I mean, I think I gave a few compliments, quite a lot actually, um, to my friends, to my family, a lot of people were very, very like pleased and they were very appreciative of the fact that I'd maybe highlighted something that somebody else hadn't before or told them how much I appreciate them. For example, um, I told my brother the other day, I love how creative he is. And I think he really loved the fact that that was coming from kind of me as his sister someone so close to him and the fact that I'm maybe complimenting for something that he's done and achieved when you think about it and from someone that's just had a quite a meaningful deep conversation about compliments I think maybe they should be given more and I think this week these couple weeks have been a great experience for me I've really loved it. What I tried out was essentially to just be honest (laughs) with myself and the people around me about the fact that I am facing a weird moment of like a weird turning point to try and figure out what I want to do with my life and I don't know what that is yet. It's going well, it's going all right. I it's not something I can try out sort of in an acute, you know, couple minute situation. It's more of a day-to-day, month to month, year to year kind of thing. So I'm gonna try and just work incrementally. I've found work experience to do. I've found some uh, I found a part-time job as a research assistant. I've found a couple of very different things to do. Um I'm trying to just see them as incremental pieces uh, of the puzzle that, you know, maybe they'll be they'll take me closer to where I want to be and maybe they won't, but they'll definitely give me information, they'll give me data points to work from. And turns out the people who I've asked or talked about to this have actually offered their help, you know, way beyond anything I could have expected. And they've just they've just been so nice. And I feel like I've been building a team and it's amazing <laughs> to know that they're in my corner. I didn't think it'd go so well. I'm not at the end of the road, so it's hard to say what elements I should have done differently because I, I haven't finished doing them yet. But I'm getting there. I'm definitely making progress. And I've definitely made a lot of progress on the on the sort of team building aspect that I mentioned. I feel like this piece of advice actually very successfully tackles the insecurity of many young people. And for me, I think this just offers a chance for reflection on the ways I conduct on my conversation as well as the focus on physical appearance generally in our society, in relationships, and in conversation. I think it meant much better than I expected. And that actually, I think other people are actually really appreciative that you would love to know more about them. And for me, I think the part of us doing anything with the best intention and being secure and confident in your decision is really empowering and something that I'll always keep in mind in the future. How do you feel listening back to your own audio diaries, guys? I think something really interesting is, for me, it's borderline almost uncomfortable just listening to my own voice. But I think it mirrors sort of how generally people don't self-reflect 
why people don't want to listen to their own voice is also like quite relevant to why people don't want to reflect on what they've done and how they, for example, conduct their behavior, conduct their uh, social interactions and conversations. Because sometimes it's really tough to almost evaluate and and criticize or compliment your own behavior, even though we're so accustomed to judge and comment on what other people do. It is interesting to look back on yourself because I think we all took slightly different paths to you know, enacting this advice and to, to implementing it in our lives. And yet the the end result of, you know, growing here confidence and a satisfaction with the act of taking control, right? The the act of owning our identity and trying to just make tweaks into being a person that we more appreciate. You know, if we can make these changes, we can reflect on those changes and we can see if it worked. Um, and so even if we don't always have, you know, a team of clever people behind us, we do have ourselves and our critical thinking skills to try and to try and build on on our everyday experiences. I think there's almost like a common thread of progress that we see in 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 all three of our diaries, which I think is really interesting, which shows that as long as you really try and implement this piece of advice, it actually could surprise you, but there's definitely going to be some change in progress that that um, is created by you implementing this piece of advice, which I think is really interesting. I get what you mean in the sense that our emotions, I feel like towards the kind of project or piece of advice that we were implementing in our lives, I feel like our attitude changes. I feel like you were more confident in what you were saying, what you were thinking about. And also I loved hearing about the progress that you'd made and the interactions that you've made. I did find it again quite interesting that like, although you had a similar approach of sort of trying to integrate compliments into your interactions with the people around you. James was trying to sort of use that in his first interactions and with interactions with new people and trying to use that to get closer. Whereas, Annika, you were using it with people you already knew to sort of cultivate and and further develop your relationship with people who, you know, you should, should in theory know that you think highly of them, but, you know, maybe you haven't expressed it explicitly so I thought it was really interesting how two different sides of interacting with people in your everyday life could still respond so well to this advice. Yeah I think and especially when you hear a piece of advice or something it's almost the way that you interpret it but also the how you're going to adapt that and kind of try to fit it in your own life or maybe see how it benefits yourself in your own way. I hope it becomes a habit Oh, same. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we could just instantly learn habits? I would love that. But um, until I've integrated all of this into my everyday, I will have to be quite deliberate. But I I intend to be deliberate. You know, I, I think, if anything, we've learned we can be, right? With, with a, a bit of practice and a bit of reflection. So yeah, I will definitely be taking this forward. I'm not sure if it will always lead to the same results or if it will always be successful. But so far... I think it's been a good, healthy way to approach growth. And I, I like the approach. I think it's a good mindset. So we're going we're gonna to try and solidify it. How about you, James? Are you keen to take this forward? Definitely. How you approach life, how you approach relationships and identity, no matter who you are, where you're at, what age you're at, there is still room um, for change if you want change. Obviously not saying that you definitely have to change your way, how you deal with other people if you don't want to. But also, it's almost like experimenting with advice. I think there is no single answer, no single approach with um, these pieces of advice. Yeah, I really, I like the way you put that, James, because I think 
you know, we do need time, but we can change. So if we want to, like, as as all of the previous episodes have said, you know, there are a lot of things where we could improve the world or our lives or our perspectives. And, you know, even if we have all of these questions we haven't resolved, with a little bit of time and a little bit of effort, you can actually make incremental progress. So it is it is possible. Yeah, particularly, I think a lot of societal narrative, oh, young people aren't able to make these changes until... Um, until they're fully independent, until they're actually mature. I think that's definitely not true. I think young people are able to create this change in their own lives and young people should be given um, the sort of confidence to do so. If you want to create change, you can do it. I agree. And also, I think we learn and uh, through our experiences and the more that we experience, I mean, the more we realize about ourselves, about the world, questions that we have about our lives, the more that we realize. And I think that this has definitely been one of those experiences where I've actually quite, I've learned quite a lot, not only about myself, but about other people. And I'm really excited to be following this up in the future. What an experience this has been. Thanks for sharing your progress and thoughts with us, Julia, Annika and James. It's so awesome to hear that this process worked out for you and that you might continue with your bit of advice in the future. So let's check in with some more of our hosts from across the series to see how they got on with their bit of advice. First up is Emma. I really enjoyed the roundtable discussion on community action. It gave me a really warm sense when I heard different people talking about how they were looking out for people in their communities, what was important to them in their communities and what they were looking to protect, I suppose. And I think this struck me because I've recently moved away from my family. I'm living now in a new community where I work and live. And I think it's going to get me thinking about oh, how how can I make that community better and how can I serve this new community that I'm in and really make the most of getting involved. My name is Carolina. I was on a roundtable discussing the topic of mental health and the one piece of advice I took is to treat my mental health the same way I would my physical health. So what I try to do every week, I try to think about what I do for my mental health this week. Establishing that this is the one thing or these are the two things I'm doing this week to improve my mental health helps. So overall, easy to incorporate into my life. I'm Craig, I'm 21 years old and I was on the round table discussing how to do what you love. The piece of advice that I took was Charlie's in terms of monetizing his hobby. And it's something which I've then found very interesting and sort of then done some more research into. So I think really going forward with that, trying to then explore new avenues as to methods that I can then um, monetize my hobby is something that I'm inspired to do. At the beginning of this process, before we even step foot near a microphone, we set out to create a podcast for young people, by young people, that would help us navigate the many areas of our lives that are important to us. Now that we've been on this journey together, it's the perfect time for us to reflect as a group and ask, did it work? So, team, how have you found the podcast process overall, both on mic and off mic? Having the opportunity to sort of work with other young people and produce something that's kind of for young people as well. I mean, you know, it it goes beyond just this process. It's going to have such a a long-lasting impact, hopefully, on, um, on people with different areas of their lives and you know, being young is so hard and I think just sort of producing something that can like 
help people get through that. It's, it's quite it's quite cool. Overall, I found the podcast to be really beneficial in building a wider support network. We're all so similar in our thoughts and our opinions and our views of the world. And even the opinions that, you know, perhaps clashed initially, it's brought out such interesting discussions and we've all become such good friends through it and how deep we delved into these topics. I found the podcast process really inspiring, fun and motivating. I feel like it's been really impactful, like not just for hopefully the people that are listening, but also for like us as individuals as well. I would like to thank everyone within this podcast and I just love the inspiration that everyone has given in. I thoroughly enjoyed the process. Yeah, I feel like the topics that we have discussed in all eight episodes have been fantastic and really they get your mind working in terms of how you then feel, what you're then going to do. To actually feel like me as a young person, that my voice has been heard and it is being taken seriously. And it didn't matter how young I was. It didn't matter who I was, where I came from, what my background was, what my family life was like. It didn't matter. All it mattered was if I had an opinion and if I was willing to share it. Oh, wow. I feel so proud of us all. This has been a journey for all of us. If you told me a year ago that I'd be hosting a podcast series, I never would have believed you. But from coming up with the idea for the podcast all the way to this final episode, young people like me have been at the heart of the process. And it's honestly been such a joy listening to every one of us challenge, discuss, debate and implement all of this advice in our lives. Flicking through my notebook, I've got loads of quotes that I've been jotting down, like I'd rather an oops than a what if from Craig. Relationships can be a reason, a season or a lifetime from Anna Richardson. Look deeper than the skin from Hannah Cockcroft. And just be happy being you from JJ Chalmers. I'm going to be keeping this notebook open for more advice that comes my way in the future. But before I leave you, why not one final bit of advice, but this time from me. My advice, having reflected on this series, is that no question is too big and that no step is too small to take. Push yourself to keep asking about the things that matter and take action on the things you care about. Get talking because we need each other. No one has all the answers. It doesn't matter where you're from or what age you are. We are all navigating now and isn't it fun? Bye, Bye for, for now. now. Bye, Bye for now. now. Bye for now. <laughs> Navigating Now is a Max Creator production brought to you by the Duke of Edinburgh's Award with generous support from the Gosling Foundation and RSM. The original theme music is by Capt, a young person from our podcast group. And a huge thank you goes out to our podcast group, made up of 31 recent and current Duke of Edinburgh's Award participants. I've been your host, Elsie, and we've been Navigating Now. We are all unique, and the issues discussed may impact and affect everyone in different ways. The thoughts and guidance shared and discussed are suggestions and possible approaches, and you should always do what feels safe and right for you. If you've been affected by the issues in this episode, or want to find out more, Please see the Duke of Edinburgh's Award website, dov.org, for some contacts and resources you may find useful. You can find the link to this in the show notes.